So we, um, we took a little break from Mizumin halachis because we got into etiquette halachis and, and um, omen halachis, a lot of omen halachis. The Gemara now gets back into Mizumin a little bit. Says the Gemara, Rav Vishmul, we are on Memzayin Amad Aleph, two-thirds of the way down the page. Rav Vishmul have a Yasu Basudasa. Rav and Shmuel reading together a Suda. Asr Bshimi Bachia, Bshimi Bachia joined the Suda late. Have a Kamasar Hev Vaachil. And they noticed he was eating like, like uh, crazy. He was like mamish wolfing his food down as quickly as possible, un- uncharacteristically so. Amalei Rav. So Rav asked him, Pshimi, my daitcha, what are you thinking? What's your thoughts? Oh, I know what you want to do. You want to finish your meal in time to bench with us. You want to combine with us in a mezumin? Rav told him, it's too late. You're not, you're not going to be included. Even if you finish with us, you didn't eat with us. And by the time you showed up, we were finished our suda. Yeah, you're right, we didn't bench. But we weren't eating anymore. We finished our suda. And therefore, no matter how fast you get your food down, and no matter how ready you are to bench when we're ready to bench, it's not going to help. It's not going to change your situation. And you're not going to be included in our mezumen. That was Rav's position. Omale Shmuel said Shmuel. One second, Rav. Rav, let me ask you a question. Ilu Maisali, if they would bring to me my favorite food in the world, Ardalaya, mushrooms and truffles. I love mushrooms. If they would bring me my mushrooms, you don't think I could uh, start eating again? Vigazlayala Abba. Rav's name was, Rav's nickname was Abba. In fact, it could be it was his real name, Rav. And it could be, Rav could be several hundred years old, and Rav could be the Tana Reb Abba also. Um, when the Zayar quotes Reb Abba, a lot of people think it's Rav. And Rav lived for several hundred years. But in any case, Rav's nickname, well, you're getting really nervous. Um, Rav's nickname was Abba. So Shmuel said in a friendly way, come on, Rav, you, you really finished eating? If they brought me my favorite food, huh, I would start eating again. Because lie and some gishmaka chicken. La Abba, for you, for Rav, it's your favorite food. You, you, you wouldn't uh, find some place in your stomach to start eating again? Mileach lean in. Would you eat? Would you eat again? So he told Rav, "You're not finished eating. Yeah, you're finished. This poor lunch that we had, you know, the oatmeal or the tuna sandwich. Yeah, if that's for lunch, I'm finished eating. But let's say they showed up with something you loved. Are you absolutely finished eating, 
or you're not absolutely finished eating. So therefore, you're not really finished eating. You're not eating any more of what's in front of you, but you're not finished eating. And therefore, allow Reb Shimi Bar Ashi, Reb Shimi Bar Abba, allow Reb Shimi Bar Chia to hurry up and join us in a Mizumah. End of story. It's a very important Gemara. The Bir Alacha, Mishabru, says in Bir Alacha, this can affect me and you as well. We know the first big sugi of the parak was if you ate with three people, it can trigger a mezuman. And once you're mechuyiv a mezuman, you're not allowed to break up. You need a bench with a mezuman. We think, if we didn't sit down with three people, I'm exempt from this. Says the Bir Alacha, this Gemara that we have here can affect you l'chumra in reverse. Meaning this Gemara is focusing on it from Rabbi Shimi Barachia's perspective. Can I chaperain a mezuman by coming late? Says Bir Alacha, it also can work the other direction. Let's say two people eat and they're in such a situation they're not eating anymore, but if the proper food showed up, yeah, I could eat. I'm sick of this food. I don't, I don't want any more tuna sandwich. But if someone showed up with, you know, a gishmak a kormi sandwich, maybe I could be interested. So then says, you're not finished. And if a third guy would eat, you when you're, would eat with you when you're in that stage, you would then be like you ate with three people and you would have to bench. Says the Bir Allah, this Gemara has a strong effect in the opposite case. We're saying this Gemara meets out the perspective of the joiner. <laughs> says, says the Mishabura, this also has ramifications, Mitzad, the two people sitting there. Very important Gemara. Continues the Gemara. Is there ever time that a person's really not going to eat? Yeah, yeah, no, so, and of course you're, I, I meant to say that you're 100% right. There, there's a times, like, happens with me very often, like, I don't care what you bring out. I, you, you, you know, you like, I'm so stuffed. If you come out with prime rib from La Marais, I'm not eating it. I'm too full. So, deravada, you don't apply this Gemara. This Gemara is if you're in that twilight zone. I stopped eating, but I'm not full. This Gemara is avada in that twilight zone. Continues the Gemara. Tamidi derav. Rav Talmidim, once again, we had this several times, we're sitting in a Suda. Ol Rab Acha, Rab Acha, who was one of the chief Talmidim of Rav, came in and said, Oh, Omer, Osagavar They all exclaimed, like we said before, that the most chosh of person should bench. So they all exclaimed, Oh, here comes somebody who could lead us in benching. He told them, no. Asagav Rab Nevarchan. Amr Louis said to him, no. Misavrisu de Gadol Mevarech. Do you believe that in all circumstances the most chosh of a person should lead the benching? Ikashavasud de Mevarech. It is much more Nageya that somebody who is there for the main part of the Suda came. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a latecomer, and maybe I could squeeze in under the deadline and still be included in your mezuman. But that is a big drawback in my eligibility to lead the mezuman. A person who's there for the main suda, even though he may not be as big of stature 
as this person, he is much more a proper candidate, is much more a natural candidate to lead the benching. Says the Gemara, not true. V'hilchasa, Godol Mivarech. The halacha is that the person of greatest stature does lead the benching. Afagav Dasal Psev. That these two factors, who is there for the prime of the Suda versus, versus who is Choshev? At first, the Gemara wanted to say being there for the main part of the Suda was the main factor. The Gemara now says, no, no. You know what's the main factor? Being Chashev. And the Chashev person should bench no matter what. So they hack about this. This Gemara makes no mention. This Gemara makes no mention of Kahanim. But, but um, it's very interesting. I, I saw someone hack about this morning. In general, the last mission of Harius, Kengal Amarts and Mamzatamachacham takes precedence. Nowadays, you're much more for sure a Kayan than you are a Tamachacham. So, so we give deference to a Kayan. What if they're in the Chatsi Chatsi then? Kayan comes out. No, I'm saying we don't know who's, you know, it's like. <coughs> we, we give Kayan. Even if they're just there for like one small part of the meal? Yeah, that's what we see. We see over here that the cheshivas takes precedence over percentage of the meal that you were there. Most people calling out as something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. And if you ask for every cat, everyone's a suffolk. Right. Yeah. Um, he's like very adamant about that. He's a kind. Um, but listen, you know, like being an anical of the shach is good enough for me. You know that that kind of a rapaport. You know, there's some kahanim yuchas. If he names cats, you know, there's some kahanim yuchas in that. Like, huh? Right, right. Huh? Is being cats, my boy. Just because you have the same last name doesn't mean you're a direct descendant. Yeah, true. You're right. That's right. Yeah, it's not for sure. It's not for sure. Okay, now, now we're gonna have a series of gemaras discussing the gray in the Mishnah. So the Mishnah discussed gray areas, which means we said when we read the Mishnah, if you eat stuff that is white-listed, regular, good, kosher food, of course you bench. Of course you make a bracha, of course you bench, and if you bench, of course you make a mezumah. If you eat black-listed foods, chazer, then you for sure don't make a mezumah. Now, when we started the parak, we learned the Ramam says you don't even make a bracha. The Ramam says if for whatever reason, not Mr. Weimer, not in a sakana, not the guy that's sick, and not a guy that's starving, and not a guy that put a gun to his head. For a guy, for whatever reason, is eating pig, the Ramam says don't make a bracha. The Ramam says make a bracha, just don't make a mazuman. So foods that are blacklisted, no mazuman. How about stuff that's gray? It's not exactly black, but it's not exactly white. So we had a whole list in the Mishnah. Half of the list was on the white side of gray. And even though it's gray, it's questionable. You still make a mezumen. Then we had a list that's on the black side of gray. That even though it's questionable, you don't make a mezumen. So now we're going to have to go through each item on the list and explain either, why is this gray? It seems to be either black or white. And or... Why do you make a mezuma? So let's go through each one. So the first thing was demai. So uh, I don't know if any of you or your kids are doing Mishnah Yaimi, but the development is into demai now. 
So we'll take one second to talk about the Mai. In the olden days, we talked about this. Trust me, it was very big Messiah to give Trumas and Meisters. We talked about this. Nowadays, the government's smart, takes a little bit out of every paycheck. I've had a real estate guy's never pay taxes, but regular people. <laughs> <laughs> takes a little, like Rabbi, takes a little bit out of every paycheck. And like, you don't notice, you don't make a revolt. But if the government would come to you at the end of the year and say, you, give me 38% of all your money you made this year, you would go full Putin on the guy. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not you're out of your mind. I'm not giving you nothing. So the government smarts, they take it to Bislach. The Tyra had different plans. And the Tyra said, yeah, every sukkus, when you have all your, all your produce, go give 20% of every single thing you have to a levy. Bar Hashem, a small majority of Klai Yisrael listened to that. Understandably, a very, very sizable minority didn't listen to that. So if you go by the numbers, all the food is kosher. If you go by the numbers, that's why Demai is not so, is not so stringent. Because if you go by the pure numbers, there is a simple majority of Klal Yisrael that did things properly. But it's by no means prevalent. It's by no means ubiquitous. It's by no means universal. A good, sizable minority of people that didn't give Trumas and Meisters. Uh, Therefore, everything in Eretz Yisrael, when you buy it from an Amaretz, you don't know, is a status of questionable, and that's called Demai. So our Mishnah said, if you make a meal out of Demai, you make a Mezuman. I don't understand. So the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan said, no, Demai, you're not allowed to eat it. So if you're not allowed to eat it, why do you make a Mezuman? So this is like exhibit A. Yeah, it's in the Mishnah, it's in the gray list. Why? Why isn't it black? Why isn't it totally black? Says the Gemara, What good is it? What good is it? Says the Gemara, well, everybody has an ace in the hole. Everybody has pocket aces. If you want, you are four easy payments away. No, you are one minute away from being able to eat the mine. How so? Aniyam are able to eat demai. When Chazal made the takana, that you're not allowed to have demai, they said, unless you're poor. When we give tztaka, we don't have to remeister the, the tztaka. Just give it straight to Aniyam. Aniyam are able to eat demai. So there is a subset of Klai Yisrael that is able to eat demai. And therefore, what does that have to do with me and you? Baruch Hashem, we're not Aniyam. If you want it to be an Ani, you can be an Ani in 30 seconds. All my stuff is hefker. Okay, you're destitute. Now you can eat the mine. So every single yid is three words away from being demai eligible. And therefore, demai is an eligible food. And since it's an eligible food, you can make a mezuman on demai. Says the Gemara, If a person wants to be mafkir his property, the hevani, and he'll be poor, v'chazile, then it will be fit for him. Ditnan, we learned in the Mishnah, we can feed aniyam demai, if you're required to give food to a visiting army, even Yidin, you're allowed to feed them demai. 
Ravuna says Beishamah disagrees, but we don't pass like Beishamah, we pass like Brazil. So therefore, the halacha is that every single Yid is three words away from becoming an Ani, and therefore they're three words away from being eligible for Demai, and therefore when you eat Demai, you're able to make a Mizum. That's what the Gemara says. Ask all the Achreinim, the Stipler, and other Achreinim, um, but you didn't. Well, I have a different question. Oh, yeah? Maybe the Xerah Jarbonah, didn't take off the Deraisa of Zimah. If the Zimah is Deraisa. Well, the Demai is certainly not Deraisa. Good question. Good question. It's, it's still not fit, right? It's still not. It's still not edible. It's still not on the menu. I'm not sure my answer is good. Your question is definitely good. Maybe my answer is good. Izzy's question aside, great question. I'm not. I'm not knocking. I just don't have a good answer to say something. Like <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the the stipler and all the achrayim ask. Okay, shkech. You could be mafkir your stuff and become mutter in Demai. But so long as you didn't, you're not mutter in Demai. Meaning, you know, technically there's a lot of things we could do if we were in another situation. You know, I mean, like, you know the sentence that starts if your grandmother had wheels. I mean, like, shkayach, if you're mafkir, you're in mechasim, then you can eat Demai, but you weren't mafkir in mechasim. And you plan on being mafkir in a chasm? Just do it in front of me. <laughs> but Devailu, you haven't been mafkir in a chasm. So why are you able to eat the mai? So there's a lot of hack about this. So I saw a very simple tarots. Demai is an iser gavra, not an iser chefza. Which means demai, by virtue of the item itself, is not is not usr. There's nothing intrinsically chefza based wrong with demai. Because alpi rov, it's, it's a hetter de kazach. Chazal said, "You, you're a tamhach. Don't be eating demai. The iser gavra can be removed with amigu, which means if something is a chevra, just it's a chefza. Just because I could do something, it doesn't remove the iser. But there's nothing wrong with the chefza. I'm looking at you as a gavra. Me as a gavra, you can't tell me not to do something. I have a migu. When a person has a migu, he is not subject to the rule. So the, the, the process here in Lomdis of ridding Demai from this and allowing Demai in a Mizuman is a two-step process. Number one, making Demai an Isser Gavra, not an Isser Hefza. Okay, once something is an Isser Gavra, the fact that he personally has a Migu, you can't tell him not to do it. So I, I get the Lomdis, but... You're going to say, once again, it's, the right. food is also. It's not. The food's mutter. Elamai, you're telling me I'm doing an Isser? I have a Migu to answer you. I'm not doing this. Migu, I could do this. It's not off limits to me. Uh, Meaning, the food, the food is fine. The food is fine. You're looking at me now. Don't look at the food. You're looking at me. Don't tell me I'm off limits. I have a migu. Meaning, if it's the food, what do you mean? Close man, you didn't do it. It's us, sir. The food's not us, sir. Elmer, you're looking at me. I have a migu. I have a terror. I need it. I, it sounds like 
I'm not even looking at it because you're going to tell me this is no, this no. is rabbinic hair splitting and. So Bas Kain should be able to, to eat shuma then. Yes, she is. No, I'm saying she's married to a. So. No, she. It's not beyond it to divorce. She's telling someone else that this. I, right now, I'm three words away from being eligible for demai. A girl, she could stand on her head and spit wood and nickels, and she's not going to get divorced unless her husband wants to do it. That is not a me. You are powerless. I could, I, there's nothing stopping me, <laughs> except the loss of my house to all of you people. But there's nothing stopping me from becoming demai eligible. Okay. This next Gemara is an interesting Gemara. Like this. Next thing was, Maeserish and Shenitla Trumasa. So the process of Maeserish goes as follows. Your first 2% you give to a kain, that's called Truma Gedela. Your next 10% you give to a, to a Levi, that's called Maeser. That Levi, in turn, has to kick back 10% of his 10% to the Kayan as well. That's called Trumas Meiser. So there's technically two Trumas that go to a Kayan. There's the initial Truma from the guy, and there's the secondary Truma from the Trumas Meiser. Says Agamar, Meiser Rishan, Shinitla Trumasa. You have Meiser Rishan, that the Levi did the proper procedure and gave the Truma to a Kayan. That's eligible for Mizuman. Says the Gemara, well, Pshita, <laughs> of course. <laughs> if, if, that's textbook. You Manish did what you should do. You're a Levi. You got Meiser. You kicked back to the Kayan 10%. Trumas Meiser. Beautiful. That's textbook. That's what they are. That has a Bedat Hashkacha. That's what you're supposed to do. What, why is that a Chidj? Oh, you can make a Mizuman on that. That's classic, textbook, normal, regular. Says the Gemara, You went when it was still in stock form, when it wasn't yet processed. And all you gave was the secondary truma. And you skipped truma gedayla. And it's still good. It's still good. The Chiddush here, now it's a massive Chiddush. You skipped Truma Gedayla. You didn't give regular Truma Takayan. All you did was the Levi gave secondary Truma called Truma's Meiser, Maser Menamaser. The Levi gave secondary Truma. The secondary Truma is all you need and the food is kosher and you can make him a Zuman. Whoa, you're able to skip Truma Gedayla? Yes. Ukadur Based on the Chiddush Rabbo, Dom Rabbo Amresh Lakish, Maiserishen. When you have Maiserishen, Shegdimu B'Shibaylim, that you went early and when it was still in stock form, before it was processed, before it was piled, before it was harvested, before it was grained, before it was ready to roll, you went early in the process and you took Truma Gedela. Potter me Truma Gedela. Since you gave the second Truma, it's Potter from Truma Gedela. Shenemer, Vahari you will lift up Truma's Hashem, Maiser Mena Maiser. You will give the Levi's Truma, and that's all it says. Maiser Mena Maiser, Amartiloch. I said you can give Truma's Maiser. I said you can give the Levi's Maiser, the Levi's Truma, and skip Truma Gedela. Voloi Truma Gedela. And not both Truma Gedela, but Truma's Maiser, Mena Maiser. 
Says the Gemara, there's one Pasik that says you gave one truma. So you see that one truma is acceptable. Amalir of Papa, okay. If one truma is acceptable, why do you keep sticking in that caveat that you have to do it when it's still in stock form? That you have to do it before it was processed? You have to do it before it was piled into, into usable, into usable um, um, grain. Why does it still have to be on the stock? Then it should be true, even if you gave the Trumas Meister, even if you gave the Levi's portion without Truma Gedela when it's processed. I'm like, no, Alecha Markra. Concerning you, there's another Pasik. It says, You have to give from both your Meister's Truma. You have to give two Trumas. So says the Gemara, sorry. There you have to give Truma. So says the Gemara, one second. What is going on here? Which means, you have one Pasik that says, one of two Trumas is acceptable. You have another Pasik that says, no, 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 no. You got to give both Trumas to make the food accept, accessible. You decided, sounds arbitrary, that's what it means, my rice. You decided when it's unprocessed and it's still in stocks, that's when you have to give one truma. When it's processed and in grain form, that's when you have to give truma. Umar rice, why did you see that you should go that way? Someone says, well, push it. This is piled and this isn't piled. It makes sense that when something is processed and done properly, you have to follow all the rules. When something is done haphazardly, when something is taken trumus, when it's still in stock form, then we let you off the hook. The bottom line is, is that when you have unprocessed grain, rather than going through the full, the full seder, truma, meiser, trumus, meiser, you skipped. You did Meister and just Trumas Meister. If it's in grain form, if it's in, if it's in stock form, if it's unprocessed, it's okay. And that's the Chiddush. If it's in stock form and you skipped real Truma and you only gave Trumas Meister, it's acceptable and you're able to make a Mizuman on it even though you skipped Truma Gedela. An incredible Chiddush. We'll stop here. If anyone you know, wants to go over that Gemara with me, I'd be happy to. It's a tough Gemara.